Welcome back to Neutrino Watch on Monday, the 4th of March, 2024. Hello and welcome back. Uh, I'm your host, as ever, John Wells. Um, I want to say right at the top, I'm sorry this episode is coming out late. Uh, life kind of got in the way. In this case, life being the communication array that links the lab here in Antarctica with the rest of civilization. Uh, we've been getting some very, very strange signals um, through the peripheral systems, uh, and it's stopped the um, neutrino detection data uploading automatically it's also stopped the automated upload of the podcast so um it's taken me some time to sort out those problems i'm now doing them manually uh so hopefully um we won't get any more glitches and you'll get a podcast every day um and we'll be able to get back into into back into the science um so do tune in next time and don't forget to uh, rate the podcast and review it um give it give it lots of stars on apple itunes and i'll be back tomorrow with a bit more science Welcome back to Neutrino Watch on Tuesday, the 5th of March, 2024. Welcome back, everyone. I can't believe it's March and I've been here almost a year. And when there's a communications blackout uh, like we had recently, it just reminds me that I'm out here on my own in Antarctica. I mean, that wouldn't have always been the case. The station was built to have two or three people who would rotate out. Um, in the past, there was a more uh, robust neutrino observation and detection network around the world, multiple staffed stations, all looking for these neutrinos that are of scientific interest. Um, but during the Clinton administration, it was felt that we didn't need multiple staff stations. We didn't need such a, uh, a large-scale system. So the other stations now are automated, and uh, this is the only staffed one, and it's just me, and I, I haven't been rotated out for a while. I've been here for nearly uh, nearly a year. So that's um, a bit of an insight into some of the decisions and the policy uh, behind the science. Uh, and tomorrow, uh, let's get back to let's get back to neutrino watching, and I will uh, let you know if I see one. Welcome back to neutrino watch on Wednesday, the sixth of March, two thousand and twenty-four. Hello, welcome back to the show. Uh, it's an exciting day uh, because I've received an email. Uh, initially, I hoped that might be from uh, a listener, but uh, it turns out we don't um, have very many listeners. It's from my boss. Um, thank you, Professor. They say, uh, hi, John. Uh, can you please, uh, or caps, explain who that voice is over the theme song uh, of the podcast? Uh, P.S. If you can uh, make a go of this podcast and bump up the listener figures a little bit, maybe we can take that into account when we consider your transfer request. So focusing on that first part of the email, um, yeah, I can explain who that voice is. That's Wendy. Uh, it's an automated uh, timestamp, uh, and it's uh, Wendy is the, um, the artificial intelligence that analyzes the data that comes out of the neutrino detector. Wendy's full name is the West Antarctic Ice Sheet Neutrino Observation Artificial Intelligence Data Processing Unit. Uh, but that's, I can't call her like when ways nubbed. Um, so I call her Wendy. It's her job to process the data, to check that it's genuine data and not a false positive. We don't want, don't want scientists working on junk data. We don't want to warn people uh, about potential electromagnetic uh, storms when it's uh, when it's just a glitch with the, with the system. And it was Wendy's job to also upload that data every day. Uh, as I said, those ghosts in the in the machine have uh, sort of screwed that up. So it's me doing that. But don't blame Wendy. It's not it's not uh, Wendy's fault. 
now if you've got questions about the the um, facility here uh, or Wendy or about me um, please do write to me uh, at neutrinowatchshow at gmail.com um, can't promise you'll get a reply from Wendy uh, but I certainly have plenty of time on my hands welcome back to neutrino watch on thursday the 7th of march 2024 another exciting piece of news today we saw a neutrino um as you know we don't see many neutrinos because they interact very very weakly with matter uh in the last um year or so we've seen about 26 neutrinos i think is the number uh 27 if you include this one um slightly more than I've received emails uh, so that is very exciting um, so hopefully this is a bit of news that will push us up the iTunes chart tell your friends about it let's give Brian Cox a bit of a run for his money and let's get neutrino observatories into the spotlight this is important work that's happening out here um, you know that will re uh, reflect well on the work that we do uh, me and Wendy um, and next time there's a round of funding cuts uh, maybe they'll reconsider maybe they'll put a couple of scientists in uh, this location rather than just just the one or swap them out a little more a little more frequently so i hope that's exciting for you as a listener uh, to hear the you're the first people to hear about this of course because uh, i'm uploading the data right now i'm uploading it manually so um, it's going up at basically the same time as the podcast so you hear about it even before uh, those scientists back at home so that's really um, because um, the signal problems that have been plaguing us um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Neutrino Watch. Welcome back to Neutrino Watch on Friday, the 8th of March, 2024. Uh, so some good news and some bad news. Uh, the good news is uh, we uploaded the data from yesterday's event and uh, my, my calculations seem to show it was a real new neutrino event. Wendy agreed and the scientists back at base agreed that the data is consistent with the neutrino event. So that's um, that's, that's that's great. Um, the bad news is that it wasn't registered on any other uh, detector. And now I think it's a genuine event. I think what's happened is perhaps the sort of strange signals that have been messing up our communications arrays and our peripheral systems are also affecting those automated locations maybe the automated data upload is broken in those sites too uh looking on the bright side um that meant we were the only people to to see that neutrino um uh it's our discovery and and because i uploaded the data at the same time as the podcast you heard about it first uh so that's exciting um sometimes science is not about uh, being the best it's about being the first or at least being the only people on the scene um, but yeah, don't be the only people on the scene. Share with your with your friends and tell them about Neutrino Watch and uh, write, write, like us, rate us, and review us on all of your favourite podcast platforms. And I'll be back tomorrow. Welcome back to Neutrino Watch on Saturday, the 9th of March, two thousand and twenty-four. Saturday, the 9th of March, two thousand and twenty-four. Quite a strange event um, late last night. Um, I'd love to leave, believe this was a real neutrino burst. That would be exciting, but probably that's not what's happening. It's probably just a problem with your 
equipment anyway um uh do rate and review the podcast uh and i'll be back tomorrow with more news on that welcome back to neutrino watch on sunday the 10th of march 2024 well wendy's analysis suggests that yesterday's event was genuine it was a neutrino burst from a supernova uh, I've been very busy uh, trying to deal with the uh, electrical problems we've had around the site. I haven't done a full analysis, but my preliminary impressions are, yes, it, it was a real event, um, despite what I said yesterday. Now, I've reported neutrino events in the past that I thought were supernovae. I'll hold my hand up and say I wasn't always right about that. And some corners of the scientific community would have you believe that, that John Wells will shout supernova every time they see a blip on their computer. Uh, never mind the fact, I spent four years in a salt mine in Siberia getting my PhD in neutrino physics. Apparently that, that counts for nothing. Um, now the automated sites, the other neutrino detection sites, are not reporting any detection events. Uh, I can see that uh, from my systems. Um, so it would be just my my claim uh, that, uh, that there's a supernova. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I do the analysis correctly uh, before I pass, uh, upload that data and I pass my findings on to my colleagues. Uh, so uh, isn't that exciting? It's sort of a bit of a mystery there. Is there a supernova, isn't there? Uh, it's a bit like um, a bit like cereal, but without the, the murder teenagers. And um, great opportunity to get your friends involved, get them on board the Neutrino Watch roller coaster. And I'll, uh, I'll be back tomorrow uh, with the results of my analysis. So, um, yeah, I'll see you then. Welcome back to Neutrino Watch on Monday the 11th of March, 2024. Having done some more analysis on that data from two days ago, the neutrino burst event, uh, it, it almost exactly matches the profile of a scenario that I actually outlined in my PhD in a theoretical chapter. Uh, that that, that um, burst of neutrinos is a sign that in a few days' time, um, there will be a another burst, uh, this time of what I, what I describe as subatomic debris from a, a cosmic event. Um, now, this particular um, neutrino profile is a sign of subatomic debris that only will only disrupt communications for a short period, probably a few hours, but uh, has the capacity to wipe storage media, hard drives, and things like that. Um, you know. I doubt it will affect like the army and the navy and power stations. They're under thick concrete and they're designed to be protected from some of these sorts of uh, disruptions. But uh, people's homes will be affected. Um, you know, commercial servers, like especially media, uh, TV and film, and I guess podcasts as well. Um, I, 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 I haven't communicated this back to base yet because if I'm wrong, this could cause so much disruption and it's not going to do wonders for my reputation either as my boss is fond of saying uh don't get it wrong again john um so but in the meantime i'm going to build a faraday cage uh for my own data put my stuff in there um uh, the event is four days away that gives me plenty of time and also you know if i change my mind about this if i if i you know if i'm sure this is real i can I, that's still time for people to to respond um so i'm going to build that Faraday cage I'm going to do a little bit more analysis I'm going to I'm going to make sure that um, I can't help thinking about all of the you know people who make music and film and podcasts who don't have a Faraday cage I mean does Joe Rogan have a Faraday well actually yeah Joe Rogan probably does have a Faraday cage um, 
All right, I'm going to go make my Faraday cage. I'll, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow to tell you more. Welcome back to Neutrino Watch on Tuesday, the 12th of March, 2024. Uh, so, a little bit of news, I guess. Um, uh, the Faraday cage is going really well. Uh, turns out uh, I've got everything I need here to build it. So that's that's great news. I'm going to be able to protect all my stuff. Um, the other news is I have come to the decision not to share my findings with... Uh, home base now i mean of course they could just listen to this podcast if they listened to this podcast they would have heard everything you've i mean in retrospect it wasn't it wasn't the greatest decision to live broadcast my results but uh, they'd have to listen to the podcast i don't think they do i don't think my boss listens i don't think even i don't think even the neutrino physics community listen i don't think anyone listens to this podcast um so you might think the decision not to communicate my results is, is grossly irresponsible and unprofessional and you'd be wrong and I'll tell you why um, it's, we're the only site to have detected these neutrinos um, none of the automated sites have communicated any results the, the hypothetical scenario is one for my PhD thesis that even my thesis examiners described as wildly back of the envelope calculations um, and I don't want there, you know, there to be a huge panic I don't want Amazon to be burying their hard drives in the Utah desert, and I really don't want to have to deal with the fallout if I'm wrong. Uh, on the flip side, um, if I'm right, uh, eventually those com- you know those hot- those podcasts will come back. They'll be back up somewhere. There'll be someone's you know a hard drive in a basement. But for a short amount of time, after the Apple podcast servers have spun back up again, and uh, they're basically it's basically a desert i'll be able to upload my podcast my my podcast would have been in a faraday cage i'll be the only podcast the only podcast on on apple uh podcasts i'll have the only podcast in the world and then people will have no choice but to listen to neutrino watch um and as someone who is passionate about communicating science i can't think of a better uh impact of my work um so yeah, I'll, that's uh, that's where we're at. Uh, it feels like a win-win situation to me. Uh, so hang on in there, and I'll I'll let you know how the uh, Faraday cage construction goes when I come back tomorrow. Welcome back to Neutrino Watch on Wednesday, the thirteenth of March, two thousand and twenty-four. Uh, the Faraday cage is complete. That's exciting. Um, the calculations, which uh, were so disdained by my university examiners, say the event is too days away um but i'm not going to be hubristic about the margin of error on that i'm going to get all of the all of this hard drive and all that data into the faraday cage after i've finished recording this now that it's that it's finished uh there's no point to take any risks so i'll probably take a day a break of about three or four days just to be on the safe side and then i'll be back and fingers crossed those were just uh weird signals in the wires and um it will be back to business as usual but on the other hand um if there was a, a global um, subatomic debris event then um, this will be the only podcast in the iTunes chart so please do remember uh, to like rate and review uh, the best podcast, the only podcast on the internet, Neutrino Watch Thank you.